And away we go on a Monday morning. This is October, folks. In case you didn't realize that, we entered the month of October yesterday, so the 2nd of October. And uh, it's going to feel more like the 2nd of July today as we get temps into the 80s. That's a which nice is where it was bit. everywhere except the Twin Ports yesterday, basically. Well, yesterday was beautiful up was at it? my house. Yeah, and then we... the fog rolled in probably oh, you about did get fogged? 7.30, okay, last, 7 o'clock <laughs> last night. But I had friends yeah. that came uh, came by in the uh, afternoon, and they came from up in the Two Harbors area. Yeah. And uh, it was foggy up there. And they took the back road. Right. To uh, avoid the bumper-to-bumper traffic oh, up in sure. Two Harbors, they were telling me that uh, Friday night at uh, nine o'clock, the uh, or sa- Friday or Saturday mm-hmm. night at nine o'clock, the traffic was backed up bumper-to-bumper from Betty's Pies really to Sanju. Wow, backed up. Yeah, it seems like it's all the time on the weekends, especially. That's well, a, this that's is the a colors. real tie up there. Is well, right now this is the worst well, it is sure. because of the uh, everybody's going up to see the colors. The yeah. colors. Everybody's saying, "Hey, it's uh, leaves are <laughs> seeing it," and, and uh, they yeah. were telling me that uh, out by my place the colors are really stark. Fortunately, nobody knows right. where we are, or else it'd be bumper to bumper to where we're at. Yeah, but uh, they really haven't turned full volume yet right. up the. Sh- I mean, they're nice up the shore. I generally am up there in two harbors mm-hmm. at my office on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but um, but they're coming and everybody down the Twin Cities, all the media down there. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful <laughs> up north. In fact, uh, well, my it friend, may be further north, but yeah, it hasn't quite hit here yet. So uh, up in my neck of the woods, it is up okay. in the Pike Lake area. It's uh, up north there, Twig, and up the highway there. Yeah, I went south for the colorful. weekend into Wisconsin. It's uh, kind of spotty. It spotty, hasn't really, okay. Yeah. Hadn't really changed there yet either, but that's it's due to happen. But boy, was it hot over the weekend. Went to Madison, it was mid 80s at least. Stayed 80s on the way home yesterday to Solon Springs. Oh, and, and then, then from uh, 82 the wall, on my car the thermometer to 64 in it, fog. When it, I it's amazing in. that wall you, you go past <laughs> yeah. Solon and you're on 53 there. Right. And all of a sudden you hit that. There's a rise. <laughs> I think it's by thirteen. Well, you can see the fog in the in the it, it, up ahead. As it, it's we're kind of by thirteen, yeah. where you turn up to thirteen to go to Bayfield <laughs> right. there, and that it's like amazing. a wall comes on. Yeah. Immediately drops twenty degrees. The fog comes in, uh, and there you are. You're, I you're was hoping to mow the lawn, but the <laughs> lawn was soaking wet yesterday, still with all the fog and stuff. So hopefully it'll dry out today or tomorrow. And well, the Twin done. Cities Marathon was canceled. I know yesterday. because of the heat. Ninety degrees. Right. Yeah. It was really hot. Well, <clears throat> we'll see what happens around here. But, well, it's supposed uh, to be are expecting today, 80s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, might be a little short of the record, but pretty close. That we is. got a special guest coming up, and we'll do that uh, right after this. New break. job, retiring, want more control of a present IRA? Take control of your investments by transferring funds from one tax qualified plan to another, tax deferred. Whether you have an employer sponsored retirement plan rollover, an existing IRA, or simply need to make an IRA contribution, we can help. To schedule a no obligation consultation, call Neil Atkins, your Satera Advisor Networks LLC. Member FINRA SIPC Financial Advisor at 218-727-4767 or 218-729-7733. Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins, the KDAO Morning Show. And we are back. It is the morning show here on a Monday, the 2nd of October. A special guest in the studio. It's Philip. Is it Gilpin or Gilpin? Gilpin. Gilpin, of course. Philip Gilpin is with the uh, North Star Story Summit. Off the top, Philip, tell us what that's all about. It gets underway tomorrow. It does. It starts tomorrow. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, the North Star Story Summit Mm -hmm. is a combination of all different types of story festivals. So you've heard of film festivals, obviously. Um, But there's also web festivals and television festivals 
and student festivals. So there are um, the North Star Story Summit is four organizations that are all local. Uh, the Duluth Superior Film Festival, which shows feature films. You've got EDU Festival, which is the students. You've got Minnesota Web Fest, which is your online web content. And then you've got Catalyst Story Institute, which wow. is TV and episodic content. We all come together for six days on Superior Street. There are local people who have made TV and movies that are showing mm -hmm. stuff. There's people from around the world coming in, um, and everybody's invited and welcome to come down and meet the artists and see all the cool stories. I know the area is starting to get pretty hot as far as filmmaking goes, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much our fault. We've been working with Ricky McManus <laughs> and the crew over at the yeah. Upper Midwest Film Ricky. Office. You yeah. know, uh, shout out to Ricky and, and Sherry and the team. Um, but yeah, when, when Catalyst came here four or five years ago, we you know, love Duluth, and we wanted more of the industry to be here and start shooting and hiring people locally, and it's been working out great. So this Story Summit is the place where those producers and storytellers originally discover Duluth that ends up becoming those productions that happen around the community. So this is more than just a five-day event. This is mm -hmm. a year-round uh, benefit. Well, starting tomorrow, you can actually see some of those movies. Oh, right? you can come yeah. down and watch them. Everybody's right. welcome, yeah. <laughs> One of the weird little side things about film festivals is uh, they're open to the public. It's yeah. not a private event. So just like yeah. a concert down at Bayfront, come on down, grab a ticket, and enjoy some service. So this is down in Superior, where, by Zeitz? Or? It's at Zeitgeist, uh, North Shore, Fickers, and the, the main hub where you would pick up your tickets is the Blacklist Brewing, right? All okay. right down here on yeah. East Superior Street. Oh, yeah, Blacklist where they throw the axes. Yes. yes. <laughs> get a ticket, get a beer, throw an axe. Yeah, get a beer, throw an axe. We, we were... We were we had a little conference in my uh, my company, and there were about uh, fifteen of us that went down there after we had our our meeting, and they brought in pizzas and brought the beers, and all of a sudden the guy starts throwing us. Okay, now this is how you throw the axe. Yeah, yeah. there's the bullseye. Yeah, and I'm feeling this thing, and that's a sharp axe. Yeah, yeah. but hey, beer, axe, pizza. There you go. I always like to think of the story in the moment where somebody went into an insurance company somewhere and said, "I want to mix beer and axe throwing," and yeah. they went. Uh-huh. <laughs> that doesn't quite pan out for me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Philip, you get to meet the filmmakers, too, at this event, right? You so. do. It is actually one of the coolest things about mm -hmm. the film and TV industry and festival events uh, in our industry is you get to actually meet the storytellers, ask them questions. Where are they from? Why are they telling the story? Or there are a lot of people in this year's summit that are local. Um, when I'm from Boston originally, I got to work out in L.A. after, the, after college, and the, one of the biggest secrets about Hollywood, if you will, nobody's from there. Yeah. They're born in Duluth <laughs> right. and yeah. Des Moines and Superior, and historically they've had to move to L.A. or New York mm -hmm. in order to do this. It's 2023. You don't have to do that anymore. So you now cool. have local, regional people telling their stories, producing them, and showcasing them for you. They want audiences to come out and see and ask questions and be part of the process, and you get to see stories before they end up into the network system and all that. So it's it's really cool. If you're into storytelling, come on down. It's like 10 bucks for a ticket. Come down, grab a ticket, and hang out with us for the week. That was my next question. Where do you get the tickets? Yeah, so either in person or online. Just okay. come down to Blacklist Brewing. The the main lounge is there, or go to NorthStarStorySummit.org. And it starts tomorrow. Starts tomorrow. Right. Runs through Sunday. I would imagine Imagine there's a website where we can get more info, what's being shown where. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just go to NorthStarStorySummit.org. That sounds reasonable. Philip, thanks for stopping in. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Philip, you bet. Thanks, 820 and good. Bruce has got sports. That'll be coming up next here on KDAL. I see you love that money just can't buy. One book for 
Roy Orbison at 8.24 in the morning here on KDAL. The government did not shut down over the weekend. I oh, guess that's good news. Hallelujah. Although their deadline is now, what, a couple weeks away, so they're going to have uh, oh, to do this whole days. thing again. Yeah, yeah 45 days All ago. Right. But they uh, they try actually one of the congressmen, a uh, Democrat, <laughs> yeah. pulled the fire alarm at the uh, House building and evacuated the whole deal and uh, claimed... Uh, he claimed that it was at, he he thought if he pulled it the door would open for oh, him. That's what I was and, the, and here's the deal. It's interesting is the guy's a former high school principal, okay? <laughs> now, if you don't know yeah. your way around firearm uh, or right. fire alarms as a principal, mm. uh you would think he would know. Yeah. Uh, sure, so so they were uh, now they're talking about disciplining him and uh, of course uh, <laughs> what's her name uh, yeah. He, she, this guy's a part of the squad. Oh, I the see. liberal squad. Okay, yeah. of course. Uh, what's her name in out of New York? Uh, what, what's her name? The, uh, the head of the squad uh, there. I, uh, I can't think of her name yeah, now. I'm not a squad. The congresswoman. Either. Congresswoman. That's okay. uh, anyway. Uh, she was offending. Oh no, you go wonderful man. Well, it must have well, been a mistake. Yeah. Everything's a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> let's disrupt it and. And shut it down. So anyway, it was interesting. Yeah, theatrics, we got theatrics. We did. Uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration recalling more than 3 million Hyundai and Kia models. Is this for the ignition? Uh, last week, more than 1.7 million Kias, 1.6 million Hyundais because of issues that could start a fire. Oh. Uh, Hyundai is the parent company of Kia, so basically it's all the same type yeah. cars, just yeah. different brands. Uh, the recall covers 13 Hyundai and 12 Kia models, all built between 2010 and 2019. So if you own one, you'll be getting something in the mail. Well, they also, so, those two vehicles yeah. owned by the same company are also the ones that uh, people are stealing or carjacking oh, really? because... Uh, apparently, there's something in the ignition system that they can. They found out that they can easily override oh, and start the vehicle and take it. Well, wow, hopefully, we'll get that corrected. This then. has been a major issue, and wow. we uh, don't know if they've uh, had a recall on them or not. But it it hasn't happened so much in our neck of the woods, well, but yeah. down in the Twin Cities and other places in the country. Now that you mentioned it, I'm sure the thieves will. Those people don't listen to our show. Oh, okay, good. Okay. I hope not. I hope they don't. Yeah, if you don't know uh, how to do if, it, check if you online. Do, they'll certainly tell you. If you do, give us a call, and we'll direct you to 911, and they'll uh-huh. send somebody dispatched to you immediately. So, <laughs> I used to have a key back in the old days. A key? Uh, yeah, the oh. ignition key that oh, would yes. start many different vehicles. I had, As long uh, as it was a GM vehicle. You mean it would it, it would, that key would start <laughs> other people's yeah, cars? amazing. I I'd just, by mistake or something, here, try this. and oh, Wait a minute, it started. This so my I'll friend's car. There's about three different vehicles that that key would start. I'll tell you my story about uh, the key in the Toyota, okay? Already? So uh, I had an office in the old Board of Trade building, and I had a young gal that was doing an internship with me. She bartended down at Grandma. She was going uh-huh. to UMD, and she was doing an internship in the investment business. Her mm-hmm. father was a member of uh, some big investment firm in the Twin Cities. Oh, boy. And anyway, she was doing an internship, and she had her car, and I my vehicle, I think, was being repaired or something. Mm-hmm. And I had to go up to Duluth Heights and pick up some stock certificates from some clients. Okay. 
So I said, can I bum your car? Oh, yeah. yeah. I said, where's it parked? She says, it's over on First Street by City Hall. Okay. okay. So I went over, and there's her car. <laughs> I had the key, opened it up, got in, and I noticed her car. The interior was really, she was a smoker, and she, as a lot of uh, some smokers yeah. in the day, the ashtrays were always full. Well, everything was totally clean. So I said, hey, she cleaned out the car. <laughs> so I took off, went up and collected uh I must have had a couple hundred thousand dollars of, of mm-hmm. value in stock certificates that I wow. picked up from these clients. And I'm coming back down, and I pulled in the alley behind the Board of Trade building, and I went up, and I said, Erica, your your car's down there. Here's the keys. Thanks for letting me use She's mm-hmm. fine. Okay. And I'm on the third floor with the Skywalk. So, so she goes down. Also, I hear her, and... The stairways go down, and it's kind right. of like an echo chamber oh, sure. in the old Board yeah. of Trade building. <laughs> Neil, where's my car? And I go, what? And I go, right, well, I, I, well, I give you the key. Your car's sitting there. She goes, that's not my car. Oh, I go, bro. what? See? And I go, look, at, with we the got key. into it. It starts. This is your car. And she goes, oh, my. And I go, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'll bet you somebody reported their car is stolen. So we drove right down the alley to the yeah. police station. We both go in. And I said, say, did I talked to the desk sergeant. Uh, did anybody report a Toyota would be snowing? He goes, yeah, they did. I said, well, I've got it out here. And he goes, they take you into custody. I, I'm on the city council. And he goes, all right, cuff them now, Dano. So they're, so we're all talking about it. Wow. And I said, here's, and Erica went and got her car, brought it around, and we went and tried to cop them. It, it was amazing. It started and we both, call, yeah. contacted the dealership, and they said it's like one in a million. <laughs> one in a million. That's it. I must have had that key, too. There was a start like and everything. Yeah, yeah, but that is really bizarre. That's well, I sure. thought to myself, here, if all of a sudden I got tagged by the police, and here I'm driving a stolen car with hundreds of thousands of dollars in stock certificates, <laughs> yeah. what do you think's happening here? You'd still be in jail. I think so. All right, 830 <laughs> now at KDAO. Little Ann Murray with a Beatles song called uh, You Won't See Me. You Won't See Me. Yeah. You Won't See Me. Never. This one I'm not familiar with. Eh, it's a minor hit for her. And an Ann Murray? More minor hit for the Beatles uh, yeah. off one of their albums. A 104-year-old Chicago woman has made history after setting a world record for being the oldest person to skydive. 104. Jeez. Dorothy Hoffner set the record yesterday when she landed on the ground at the Skydive Chicago Airport. The centenarian born and raised in Chicago, this experience is not new. She made her first skydive when she was 100. Yeah. So now she's 104 and did another jump. Well, former President George H. Yeah. W. Bush. The older George. Or George uh, <laughs> went, and I assume she went on a tandem jump. Yeah, it doesn't say, but I would to, guess so, yes. to somebody. He jumped, uh, he would jump to somebody in a tandem when he was in his mid-80s, I believe. Yeah. Mid to late 80s. And, of course, he was a World War II pilot, and he was shot down in the Pacific. Right. So that was his first legit bailout. <laughs> And obviously unrescued. Yeah. But he did a tandem jump there when he was in his mid to late 80s. And Kenny uh, Kenny Callagher is here. Yeah, what's up, Ken? Is, is the city still with us or are they <laughs> out of business? Well, you asked. The next city council meeting will be in an agenda oh. on Thursday the 12th. Are they wow. going to go for a few hours? weeks off here, it sounds like. Are yeah. they on vacation or what's the story? I don't know. They're just... Uh, no they, meetings They've been week? working hard. They need some time off. Yeah. Well, the good news is, see, they don't meet this week so they can do no harm. <laughs> All right? Yeah, they can now, do no good either. Yeah. The no agenda, good, no harm, nothing. The agenda on the 12th will be followed by the regular meeting on Monday the 16th, 
And we're going to get things started, Neil, at 5.30, Finance Committee meetings. How about property, parks, and library? Mm. How about mead, uh, How about the library? So maybe there's an additional what, one What there. is now, tell me something. The I, I read an article and I clipped it that they're talking about replacing the library, tearing it down, and what is it, $40 million? Oh, try 70 plus. $70 million to build a library. Now, yeah. are they, are they in, now that library building was built in the 1980s. Wait, 70s. 1980, 7980, yeah. 79.80. Mm-hmm. So they're gonna tear down a building that's only 40 some years old. I like that building. But it's not big enough. I mean, they've got no room for all the stuff Shh, they you know, do. You know, where are they gonna get all them? That's not big enough. Yeah. Who's going to the library these days? I know it's, it's kind of it's kind of cool looking. Shaped like the Bell River. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it, yeah, I think I that's one of the a, issues. Uh, but yeah. I thought it was shaped like the Star Trek Enterprise, and it's myself. not quite well, as uh, yeah, yeah. You have to be more technological nowadays. Well, too, they with can the library, they can so. upgrade systems. Yeah, you, you don't have to constantly tear everything. That's down. a lot of money. Yeah, maybe million. add another. Where are they going to come up stories with stories to it? Well, again, back to the city council. Oh, the city council meeting on the sixteenth. It's going to start with finance committee meetings. Uh, the library is going to be on there. Facilities, park maintenance, golf, mm-hmm. parks, yeah. the fleet, and then we'll get into the regular council meeting. But boy, uh, boy these finance committee meetings—they've got finance, listed here one, two, yeah. three, four, five, six, seven. You might be sticking around for a few hours. <laughs> Sounds like a lot on the old table, so to speak. So well, that's got, again, right. we're going to have an agenda this is meeting budget time. So on the twelfth, yeah. right. regular meeting of the city council meets next on the sixteenth. Okay. Plus, we've got the election coming up, and yeah. the mayor's claiming everything's wonderful, and her opponent says it's not. And <laughs> of course, so they yeah. uh, they rock and roll, and, and some of the people running for city council claim that things are off base, uh-huh. also, and other people to say that it's not. We'll probably have a few more candidates on. By the way, for those of you that are. I uh, have a connection to any of the candidates that are running for city council. They are welcome to come on board the show at some point in time. Mm-hmm. So we're wide open to anyone. Right. So whether you're in the in the uh, fourth district, uh, former city councilor Howie Hansen is is making an attempt at his uh, district. He was uh, uh, city council there a couple of terms ago. Renee right. Van yep. beat him and and uh, had that seat. Unfortunately, she passed away and. Tara Swenson is the uh, other candidate in the 4th District. You've got Janet Kennedy in the 5th District and Ginka Tarnowski. Uh, both of them have been on our show. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten Howie on. We've we've yeah. sent out the word to him to come on the show. Well, and he sat out the, uh, the he candidate for him, too. So. I guess he did, yeah. I, apparently, he's been in some of the other uh, 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 little okay. forums there, yeah. but he, he missed the one that the News Tribune and the All Chamber right. put on. <laughs> And then, of course, we've got the folks that are running for the at-large candidates. There's four at-large candidates out there, and uh, they're welcome to come on board. You've got a race in the first city council district out in the East End. And uh, we haven't even touched on the school board. The school board race is out there, too. Yeah, in fact, I think uh, the chamber is doing a a forum on that issue. Uh, I think there's uh, there's a referendum, too, isn't there? Yes, there's a referendum along with that. So I think they're talking about that this week, the well, that'll be good. So we'll see if that. Uh... Also, this week, if you have a cell phone, and I think everybody has a cell phone nowadays, uh, you will get an emergency message on that phone at one twenty p.m. on Wednesday. Why? Every cell phone in the country will be tested. Really? Every TV, radio, and cell phone will be interrupted with an emergency message. The test will last about a minute, 
Officials say the alert, similar to an amber alert or warning issued by the National Weather Service, hmm. where it'll just go on your phone, and uh, there you go. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's better yeah. than uh, but somebody every, missed... I mean, all the TVs, all the radios, all the t- cell phones, all at one yeah. time. So that'd be kind of neat. Well, at least we know in advance. It's better right. than what? somebody <laughs> randomly calling you. I had somebody last week that that uh, my phone rang at like 9.30 at night. I oh, answered boy. it, and it was gibberish. Oh, no. And then uh, all of a sudden at 3.15 in the morning, my phone rang again, and I, I had it in another room. So I got up thinking, well, it could be an emergency. Yeah. And it was the know. same it was the same guy. Oh, and and I'm trying oh, to figure I'm out sorry. and there was no message. Yeah. And so later on the next day I on my at my office I went and called the phone number and the guy answered and actually his name had popped up mm. and I asked him if this was so and so and uh he asked who I, I said you called my number a couple of times and yeah. he he uh, asked who I was, and I gave him my first name, and he goes, Neil Armstrong? Ha, ha, ha. And he hung up on me. Oh, great. So I have no idea who what the guy What a guy. Is. Yeah. But, uh, as you might expect, temperature records that have stood for more than a century here in the central part of the U.S. could burn up this week. As forecasters say, uh, the Midwest could see afternoon highs anywhere from 10 to 20 degrees warmer than average. That means into the 90s in some places, threatening daily records that go back to the 1800s. Well, it's got to be global warming. No, it's not. Highs across the it's region not. are usually in the 60s, maybe low 70s at the start of October, but we're talking 80s and 90s. So back in the 1880s, <laughs> did they uh, say it was global warming oh, back I then? I'm not sure. No, probably. No, I don't think it is, so I there you go. Back in the 1880s, I'm not sure. 1880s. Yeah. Who was keeping track then? Right. Apparently Somebody they, had, was. they had some thermometers What about the 1780s? Well, I think 1680s. Be, you'd have to go back. 1580s. I don't think they Let's kept go track. Back. There were no temperature gauges. Well, there were temperatures. They you could say, boy, is it hot out, but you have no idea how they much knew it what was. the temperature was. They then. didn't come they up did. with temperatures they for did. since, they what, they had, 1700s, I'm they, guessing? In 5,000 B.C., they had thermometers. They, there you go. <laughs> come on now. Using what, mercury? 9,000 years ago, there was a mile ice here. And do you think right. it was cold? Yeah. You bet. You bet. That's uh-huh. what they say. Hey, it's cold out or it's hot out. But you watch it, watch it. Water freeze like you watch paint dry. <laughs> there you go. 840 in the morning here on KDAL. We shall return. Maya was a bullfrog. Your favorite song, eh, Dave? Yeah, a little three-dog night for you because they'll be at the uh, deck this Friday. This Friday, okay. At uh, the, what, I think they call it the Symphony Hall Symphony now Hall? instead of the auditorium. auditorium. Sounds, sounds much nicer. <laughs> Are you going? Uh, not that I know of, but I, I've seen them before. Okay. So I saw them down at Bayfront, yeah. I think so. they were at, uh, oh, uh, um, Connors Point. Connors Point, okay. Yeah, they, the they played uh, Bayfront for a fourth fest one time. And really? Connors yeah. Point over there when... That's when Tracy yeah. Lundin had it over That's there. That's right. It was yeah. the uh, Lake Rattle and Roll, Lake Rattle and Roll. Festival. Yeah. Well, you got our friend Tom yes. from Port Wing on the horn. Tom, what's shaking? Hey, good morning, Neil. Uh, great counterpoint on the uh, climate change malarkey. Uh, <laughs> I just threw that I've in. They didn't actually say that. climate change. <laughs> You know, the, you go back to the records, and oh, we almost broke the record from 1889. Yep. Oh, okay. So what? Um, you know, there really isn't uh, a reason to continue the discussion, so I won't. Uh, do you remember the O.J. Simpson trial? Oh yes, I that do. ended uh, in this date. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, here's here's what I find to be very curious. It was a controversial uh, decision that was made to uh, release him. He was not found guilty, correct? Mm-hmm. This is true. The gloves. The okay, gloves. And his lawyer was the uh, Johnny Cochran who came up with the, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. Right. Well, I did not realize that in the Los Angeles School District, there are several public schools that are uh, named uh, after Johnny Cochran. Really? And I thought to myself, this is the level of being tone deaf. I think you and I would probably agree that uh, the schools down in the southern states, calling it uh, the uh, General Lee uh, High School, is probably not a good idea. And I really don't have a problem with renaming schools like that because, you know, I think we should be a little more sensitive, a little more cognitive of the reflection that uh, makes on the African-American community. Uh, you know, I, I kind of understand why they were offended by some of that. Well, by the same token, I was very much offended when that decision came down and black people cheered over the fact that O.J. Simpson was not going to be punished for what I believe the two murders that he committed, Okay. And I believe there's a certain tone deafness in that community to name schools after the man who got him off that charge. What do you think, Neil? Well, I never knew I had been named. Uh, schools are named after. I mean, oh, the, that's true too. he had his uh, day in the sun with the O.J. Simpson trial. And I know he was bantered around from time to time as, uh, as a talking point on some of the network or uh, TVs. But it, it does seem pretty bizarre that you'd name schools after somebody that got somebody off who was uh, uh, accused of murdering someone. If that was the only reason that they named the school off them, I can think of, I can think of uh, dozens and dozens of historic figures in the black community who schools should be named after, who actually did Bingo. dramatic yeah. dramatic things for for African Americans, and it is kind of interesting that they would name schools yeah. after him, well, especially somebody who's still alive. Normally, uh, they're naming things after people after uh, after they passed on. Yeah. So, Tom, good point. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Tom, for the call. Appreciate eight forty six. Say, of course, uh, Duluth East named after that famous Mister East. Mister East, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's no okay. longer with us. There was a dentist, uh, Doctor East, you know. <laughs> Mister Central, of course, Central was and also then, uh, named after. And, him. But Danfeld is actually named uh, that after is a person, isn't a it? person. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good. But uh, and uh, let's see, <laughs> Ensign School, uh, uh-huh. the old Ensign School, was and of named. course, Mister Morgan Park. Oh, that Morgan had a Park. school named after him too. Morgan mm-hmm. and the Park. Something like that. Yeah, Billings Parker was another good name that we used to use. Patterson Park was named after Mr. uh, Patterson. Patterson. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. All right. So uh, speaking of not naming things after people, we have a uh, one of Minnesota's congressmen has stepped on from a leadership role in in the House of Representatives. Congressman Dean Phillips uh, decided he is not towing the party line as he should. He's not, and uh, he has challenged uh, Joe Biden saying that he believes that Biden's way too old to run and he's got some issues and he's not backing off. And uh, people have talked about him possibly challenging Biden in the primaries. Mm -hmm. But uh, he's kind of, uh, there's a news story on him here. He represents the Minnetonka area in the Twin Cities. 
And uh, he said, it, given his relatively low name recognition and tepid support among most establishment <laughs> Democrats, right. uh, he's repeatedly declined yeah. to rule out a run. But he, he said that, you know, he was thinking about it. And uh, right now, <clears throat> you've got two uh, candidates that are, are challenging Biden. Hmm. You've got Robert Kennedy Jr. Yeah. Well, he's got name recognition for he's sure. He's got some yeah. name recognition. <laughs> a little bizarre by some of the stuff. He's he got some interesting in. yeah. things. That And then the, but, uh, I can't think of the woman's name. She's a writer and author. Oh, she I ran <clears throat> the last time, too, in the primaries. Right. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, there's probably not going to be unless the I was listening to some reports that were talking about Robert Kennedy and being able to get on the ballots in the states for the primaries oh, sure. is an expensive job. And they, they were saying they really didn't know if he had the, the really? ability to do that. Then there was talk about possibly the Libertarian Party grabbing Robert Kennedy and running Gee. him as a third-party candidate. Oh, great. Boy, that would throw the... <laughs> that, when you talk about stirring up the pot. Yeah. And normally what happens, unfortunately, when you have a strong third-party candidate yeah. that takes away votes, Ralph Nader the la- was the last I one. I recall ran, that, sure. And that's when George W. Bush won against mm-hmm. uh, uh, the former vice president. And uh, you had back in 1992 Ross Perot challenging George H. W. Bush yeah. and uh, Bill Clinton, and through the election to Bill Clinton. Yeah. So uh, you just never know. Uh, and it, it has generally again, not voted well. You know, it's amazing to think that it's it won't be until next year that we have I know. to. And we're already. <laughs> it's yeah, it's we're, on our minds. It's a it's, long time from now before we find out who's going to actually be running. I yeah, guess. It's daily on our minds, and I of know. course you've got Trump in the equation and Biden well, in the yeah. equation, and and uh, the majority of the people out there polled want neither of them as the candidates. <laughs> it seems that and it appears as though they're going to both parties are going to yeah. give it to us. Well, we'll see, or stick it to us. I don't know which. It's a long time between then and now. Yeah. Uh, Wall Street this morning, Neil. Up. It's opening mix, so I guess you're mix. right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> little up, little down. We'll find out. It uh, is, uh, Tesla shares trading lower because uh, Tesla apparently reported quarterly declines in production and delivery. Yeah, hmm. they're, you know, this push to jump into electric yeah. vehicles before the technology is is 100%. Oh. Uh, all the auto manufacturers worldwide are on board, and uh, we'll see. Okay. Well, but, that's where uh, if you buy an electric car and your battery goes bad on you, it's an expensive fix. <laughs> that's let right. Let me tell you, a lot more than what you had going on with your vehicle. Uh, Did you get your vehicle fixed? No, and that's not too cheap for mine either. Yeah. A whole yeah. new engine is just like a whole new battery, basically. Yeah. Well, they're, they're saying that replacement batteries depend on the type of vehicle. Yeah. Ten grand, uh, oh, right. twenty, well, thirty thousand bucks, depending on you know which vehicle you have. All yeah. right, we'll be right back. More of the morning show is uh, coming up. Are you ready? Boom. Look, Neil, Boom. another one bites Boom. the dust. Another one bites the dust. This is kind of bizarre. A zero bail policy now in effect in Los Angeles County. Uh, the mayor uh, explains why she is not a fan of it. As of Sunday, people arrested for nonviolent or non-serious crimes will be cited and released in situations where they would normally have been kept in jail on bond. Yeah. 
The L.A. County Superior Court voting to do away with cash bail in July, saying it discriminates against minorities and poor people. Yeah, isn't that special? Bail. So what about all these snatch and grabs? What are they going to do with I, those I people? Let them loose so they can go and ruin another <laughs> just business district. And what's interesting is they talk about it harming minority people mm-hmm. and uh, uh, those of lower income. So uh, Target shutting down stores yeah. in six major metropolitan areas. And guess where the stores are? Because of snatch and grabs, violence towards their employees. Mm. And guess where the what neighborhoods the stores are located yeah, in? I suppose in the neighborhoods that serve mm. uh, low income people and minorities. Wow! And uh, because it's uh, so, then you have no cash bails. Uh, we had the sheriff in here on Friday, and and he's talking. You know, that's an issue. There's Everywhere, a lot of people yeah. that need to go to jail that are out mm-hmm. there that are constantly being released, even in our court system in this route. Local. Well, there's a dozen cities now in the county that have already filed lawsuits hoping to have the policy overturned, but uh, we'll have to see how the courts rule on that. Well, I don't so, have my high hopes uh, yeah. at times. Say there's a couple killed by a grizzly bear attack in Canada's Banff National Park. This happened. Uh, the, you know, grizzly bears are a whole different breed than black bears. The bear was later euthanized after it displayed aggressive behavior. Mm-hmm. And obviously something was wrong there. I mean, they'll, they'll test it to right. find out what's going on. Normally, uh, you don't see that many attacks. Grizzlies, of course, are a much larger bear than... Yeah. than uh, and I think they're a little feistier than the black bears are. Black bears, for the most part, are more scared of you than you are of them. But Generally. And yeah, but if again, you, if you corner some bear or mess with its cubs or something, then you, you don't want to be around a mother yeah. bear and her cubs. <laughs> let right. me tell you. They are protective, like yeah. we are of our kids. They, I see saying. some of these pictures that people post right. at times. And people, some people are insane. They think these are cute little yeah, puppy dogs. We got to get up going. close and personal to get a selfie with that bear. That's, I saw, I saw one actually on. that was hilarious. There was a uh, traffic jam where there was a mother goose and all the gooselings. Okay, <laughs> okay. and a guy stopped, and one of the little gooselings couldn't yeah. get up on the curb, oh. and the mother and all the rest. And so some guy went to try to help it, and the two <laughs> couple geese attacked the guy. There you go, leave the alone. adults attacked, and the guy yeah. slipped and fell down. These geese are pecking away, so he goes. What well, gets away, and all of a sudden the mother goes over there, and finally the little gooseling gets up on the curb, yeah. and they all got together and left. So the moral of the story is watch out right. with wild animals because they are not cuddly, uh, cute little things. Leave them alone. They'll right. figure it out. Uh, the jackpot for the Powerball lottery Ooh. tonight, over a billion now. Wow. Neil, so. I bought tickets the other Did day, you really? okay. and I haven't checked them. Okay. Obviously, well, you I, didn't win the big I one. I didn't win the big one, so... <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. The cash option would be just over four hundred seventy-eight million before taxes. So you do forty percent of that is taxes. Yeah. Yep. So, so by not taking the uh, annuity, I guess you're, you're losing out on half of it. Well, the problem is that it's over a billion, is, and you're less than the half a billion if you take the uh, cash. Well, the annuity is age plus based. taxes. So at at your age and my mm-hmm. age, it doesn't right. make sense to take <laughs> the annuity. This is true. So you said the net was uh, for for one. Well, the oh, net, the cash price. Cash yeah. price was four hundred seventy-eight million. Four seventy-eight million. So forty percent of that's one hundred sixty, mm-hmm. one hundred seventy. Yeah. Uh, maybe a couple hundred million in taxes. Yeah. So you're going to net out <laughs> just under three hundred million dollars net. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you win this, that's still a nice prize. That's but, a yeah. It's a good bar tab there. Not, <laughs> you'd be able to buy uh, buy rounds for everybody. That's for even many bigger years. than Donald Trump's bar tab, and Trump doesn't drink. Uh, but, uh, he doesn't really. I don't realize that. No alcohol. 
Just huh. a lot of caffeine. You can understand why. Well, anyway, the next drawing is tonight. If you're interested in the tickets, it cost you two bucks. You can buy them in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Yeah. They both play. I just might. Ball. I just might do that. We'll see. I. Take a chance again. If yeah, you don't, the chances are so slim, but even slimmer if you don't buy a ticket. So I guess. Well, if you don't buy one, you're never going to win. If you <laughs> right. buy one, at You're least, still never going to win, but at, at least, least you have a... Yeah. Well, at least some of the money goes... I think it goes to natural resources in Minnesota. Oh, okay. So you're helping so out. So it actually helps out with some that stuff. That makes so sense. Figure it's your donation. Thank you, Neil. Hey. Uh, we got a possibility of some pretty hot temps today. Middle 80s expected with southerly winds. We'll see how that translates here in downtown Duluth. There you go. Which tends to uh, make its own winds off Lake Superior oh, yeah. as the day goes along. But we'll see. It's supposed to be southerly and supposed to be mid-80s. So enjoy. I hope it's warm enough to dry out my lawn because I do have to mow the lawn. Well, we were trying to do some leaves yesterday. Yeah. And uh, the ones that were in the sun... I was able to rake up good right. the shady areas. They were still, still pretty darn wet. I'm that was the it. problem with my grass. And in all the fog yesterday, yeah. just, there's no chance for it to dry out. So hopefully today. There you go. All right, Neil, we'll catch you back here on uh, Wednesday, I guess. I guess so. I'll be uh, rocking around with you there, Dave. And he'll be here again on Friday, too. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Atkins joins us on the morning show from KDAL. News is next.